Welcome to Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. My name is James, and we hope you're doing really well today. Uh, nice sunny day out today, at least where I am at, and uh, recording. And we pray that the sun is shining where you are at as well. We really do hope that you're doing good. Uh, remember, our aim here at Weekly Devotions with Pastor James is, is just that, to help you grow in your walk with Jesus. And uh, if you don't know who Jesus is, send us a question. You can connect with us. Here on Podbean, you can leave us uh, a comment, a uh, question. Uh, you can connect with us. And here's a little bit different, Guarding the Well on Facebook. Uh, if you've been joining with us for the last couple months, you know uh, Guarding the Well was the previous name of uh, our podcast. And we just changed the name to help... Uh, Help people know what we're doing here, uh, that we're doing devotions uh, weekly um, and to just help people find this a little bit better. And so if you want to connect with us, you can do so on Guarding the Well at Facebook and you could leave us a comment. You could send us a message and thereabouts and we'll get back to you. And so if you don't know Jesus, we'd love to talk to you about him. And uh, if you do know Jesus, we pray that you're growing in him and telling others about him. And so last week, we started a two-part thing talking about depression. And last time we, we talked about depression, we talked a little bit about what depression is, the effects of depression. Uh, we looked at a couple things. The main things I wanted to get across to everybody last time was that depression is real. Depression doesn't make you less spiritual. Uh, that there have been a lot of godly people that have struggled with depression. And God's not done with you if you have or if you are struggling with or battling depression. Uh, he's not done with you at all. He's never done with you until you are with him in heaven. And um, if you're listening to this, you're not there yet and neither am I. And so that's good news for us and that God is still working. He's not done. And so this episode, uh, I want to take about 15, 20 minutes and just talk to you about uh, some of the things that cultivate depression in our lives and some of the things that we can do to help battle back against depression. Once again, uh, please remember, I'm not a, a doctor. I'm not uh, a psychologist in, in any shape or, or form. And so you may need to, if you're battling depression, uh, you may need to see a, a professional for help. Uh, what we're doing here in this podcast is just trying to look at these things from uh, and through the lens of Scripture to help you in, in that area and with it, because God does care about us mentally and emotionally and physically, not just spiritually. And so you may need to see see uh, a paid professional, a doctor, a counselor thereabouts to help you with your depression. Uh, but these things may help you from the spiritual side of things as well. And so when it comes to depression, I don't know if you've ever fought depression or if you've ever battled depression. But one of the things about depression is sometimes you don't know why depression comes. Uh, depression is one of those things that can sneak up on you and you just wake up one day and it's like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm depressed. And you have no joy. Uh, you have no, yay, it's Saturday. You don't have anything like that. Oh, it's my kid's birthday today. Yeah. And you're just not happy. There's no joy. Uh, you just feel like guilt and agitation and like just, ugh. It, it's just, you're down. Now, there's other times in our lives where we, we can look at our life and go, yeah, you know what? I'm lonely and that's why I'm depressed. And so there are some times in our life where we can put our finger on the reason why we're battling depression. But a lot of times, at least for me, uh, 
battling depression is not knowing why it's there, not knowing what's causing it. There's been many times I've asked people, so how are you doing? They're like, well, I'm depressed. I'm like, well, what's what's causing you to be depressed? I just don't know. I can't put my finger on it. And so I just wanted to lay a couple things at your feet. And maybe you're in that boat right now where you're battling depression and you, you just don't know why. You just can't put your finger on it. And sometimes knowing what is causing something helps us to fight it back against it. And so I just want to give you uh, four quick things uh, here today to maybe help you put a finger on the cause of your depression. And then we'll spend the rest of our time talking about some things that you and I can do to fight back against depression, to move out of depression. And one of the things uh, that we that causes uh, depression is just the pressures of life. Last week I read to you about Moses in Numbers chapter 11, and I'm going to be referring back to that uh, again this week. But in, Moses, in Numbers chapter 11, uh, Moses is, you know, he just asked God to kill him. Uh, he said, God, this is just too much for me. I can't care for these people. I can't carry this burden that, that they are giving to me, that they are putting upon my shoulders. I can't do it. And if this is how things are going to be, please kill me. And so that that's Moses' depression. He's really deep into it. If you're asking God to take you, then you're depressed and you really, really need to, to see uh, some professional help. And I would encourage you to do so if that is you. And one of the things that was causing depression for Moses is just because of the pressure of life that Moses is listening to well over a mil- million people. He's listening to their issues every day. They're, he's having to solve their problems every day. He's having to tell them what to do and guide them and direct them, lead them through the wilderness. It's, it's crazy what Moses is having to do, and he's doing it all by himself. And here in Numbers chapter 11, there people are complaining because they want meat to eat. They've been eating the same thing every day, every meal. It was manna. And you could take that manna and make it into different things, but it was still the same. And they wanted meat to eat. And so they're complaining and complaining and complaining and complaining. And Moses is like, I can't do this. Have you ever been there? It's where the pressure of life is just mounting. It's just growing ever so much more. Uh, There's always something else to do. Uh, Life just seems to be too much. Um, That causes depression. And maybe that's what's causing depression in your life right now. There's just so much pressure going on in your life. You're taking the pressure that the world is throwing on you, pressure that you're taking from your spouse or your kids or your boss or your neighbor or something. And it's just all adding up. And because of that, we get depressed. But that's not just the only reason that we get depressed. Another thing that causes depression is when we forget God and we only see ourselves. If you read, and I would encourage you to do this, Numbers chapter 11, uh, verses 12 through, well, excuse me, verse 11 through 15, you're going to see something about Moses. In those verses, Moses is only talking about himself. He's only seeing himself. And he's talking to God, but he's not knowing God. He's not realizing God. He's actually forgotten about God, and he's only seeing seeing himself. He's self-absorbed. And if you were to take the time and count and the number of times that Moses mentions himself in those four or five verses compared to the number of times he mentions God, it's almost two to one. I believe it's 18 times Moses refers to himself and only seven times he refers to God. He's thinking about himself and forgetting about God. 
When we forget about God, when you forget about God and you put everything on your plate, guess what happens? Depression comes and it just kicks you in the face. Depression comes because we're forgetting about God. We're thinking we have to take care of everything, that we're in charge of everything, that we're in control of everything, that we have to handle absolutely everything. And we're forgetting about God and we're only absorbed with ourselves. And that's when depression comes in. But that's not it. Another thing that can foster depression in our lives is too much negativity. And what I mean by negativity there is a, is a broad word, a general word, if you would, meaning complaining, criticism, nitpicking. Uh, maybe you're one of the people that watches the news like all the time and all you get is like the bad stuff. Uh, and I'm not talking about positive thinking. Uh, positive thinking doesn't really line up with the scriptures. But we've all been there where somebody is just constantly complaining to us or nitpicking us on something or criticizing us every day of the week, every week, you know, they, they'll tell you what the problem is, but they never try to help you. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but you know what happens? That starts to weigh on your heart. It starts to weigh on your soul. It really starts to eat away at you. And the next thing you got going on is, you know what? You're depressed because you just have all this negativity coming in, this complaining and criticism and nitpicking. And it's just crazy, crazy. And it causes us to get depressed at times. But then there's another thing. And what that is, is the waves of life. And what I mean by the waves of life is, I don't know if you've ever been to the ocean. I've been there a couple times. And one time, um, my oldest son, uh, he's in a wheelchair full time. And uh, so a couple of years back, we were standing in the ocean. I was able to hold him up so he could feel the waves hit. And this big wave came and my back was towards it. And it knocked both of us over, right? I actually lost my glasses. The ocean swallowed my glasses. Um, so I couldn't see for the remainder of the trip and I couldn't drive home. It was just crazy. But the waves of life is that wave hitting us, knocking us over, and then us trying to get back on our feet, and then another wave hitting us and knocking us over, and then another wave hitting us and knocking us over, and we can't get back up onto our feet. It's just that we keep getting hit with one thing after another, after another, after another, and eventually we just sit there and go, you know what? I'm not even going to try to get up. I'm just sick of getting hit. And life just does that to us. The waves of life just keeps rolling over us. It causes depression. It really and truly does. But here's the thing about depression. Depression, even though we're fighting depression, even though these things and other things will cause depression, it'll foster depression in our lives. Guess what? You and I have a choice in depression. And I know if you're in the middle of depression that you will argue with me on that. And that's fine. I would argue it myself if I was in a season of depression. But when we're in the being depressed and we're in that season of depression, we have a choice. We really do. Um, I know clinical depression and being on medication and everything along those lines may, may change that. It may be a little bit different, but even then, we still have a choice. And what I mean by that is, if you were to go to Psalm chapter 42 and read verse 5, you would see that the author is saying to himself, Self, why are you downcast? Why are we sad? My soul is downcast and I am depressed. Why is that? And so the author is looking at himself and he's acknowledging his depression and he's going, I'm sad, I'm sad, I'm depressed, I'm depressed. 
But then he says, yet I will still praise my God and my Savior. I will worship God. I will, I will choose to worship him. And even in the midst of our depression, we still have a choice that we can choose to worship God, that we can come and say, you know what? I do feel horrible. I don't know why I feel sad, and I don't know why I'm depressed. I am depressed, and I am sad, and I just feel all this guilt on me and insecurities and everything that depression brings and go acknowledge that and say, but in the middle of all of that, I'm still going to worship and praise the Lord because he deserves it. And we still have a choice in depression. And when we realize that, it enables us not to let depression run over us like a truck, but that we could fight back against depression. And we need to realize that. And some of the ways that we can fight back against depression would be to actually just acknowledge our depression. So many people don't acknowledge their depression. They don't tell God, they don't tell their spouse, they don't tell a child, they don't tell a parent, they don't tell a friend. We just try to battle it ourselves. And here's something you need to know about depression. Depression wants you to be isolated. Depression wants you to be alone. Because when you're alone and when you're isolated, depression seems to be stronger. And so depression wants you by yourself. And one of the ways that you and I could fight back against depression is just actually acknowledge our depression. It doesn't make us less of a person. That's why last episode was important for you to get, that it doesn't make you less of a person. It doesn't make you less of a Christian that if you're battling depression, because it's really important that we acknowledge our depression to God, because some of you, maybe you're fighting depression and you never even told God. He knows, he knows everything, but you've never come out and told him, you know what, Lord? This is too much for me. I'm battling depression. And you've never told them that. Maybe you've never told your spouse or a parent, a best friend. And one of the ways we could fight back against depression is to acknowledge it to others. And you go, you know what? I just want you to know that I'm fighting depression. And it, it's really it's beating me right now. Could you pray for me? Could you help me in, in any way, shape, or form? But just to acknowledge our depression to others helps take the edge off of it, if, if you will. And it starts putting us back on the right path to fight against depression. And so if you're battling depression today, I would really encourage you to, to tell someone, to acknowledge it. And the second thing that you and I can do to help fight back against depression is this. Get help from other people. Um, Moses comes to the Lord in Numbers chapter 11. He goes, Lord, this is just too much for me. And so you know what God does in verses 16 and 17? He's okay. He goes, okay, Moses, go get 70 men, 70 leaders, bring them back, and I'm going to put the Spirit of God upon them, and they're going to help you with this. And so Moses comes before God, he acknowledges depression, and God goes, okay, I'm going to get you help. And so for some of you, one of the things that can help you fight your depression is to get somebody to help you in life, because life gets hard for us. Work and the things that we have to do in life, we need the help of other people, and we need to ask them for help. We need to allow them to help us because some people, uh, like myself, we don't take help very well, and so we need to allow people to help us. Maybe we just need to delegate. Maybe like, here, can you just do this for me? Because it would really help me out a great deal if you would just help me with this. And so get help from other people. And here's this one is twofold. Don't just get help from other people, but in the midst of your depression, try to help other people. Because I told you earlier that one of the reasons that we get depressed is because we focus too much on ourselves and what's on our plate and everything going on. 
that one of our ways to take the focus off of ourself is to actually to help other people and to serve other people. And as we do that, guess what? A lot of times as we're helping other people, it helps us to realize the things that we do have. Uh, it helps us to be more grateful and thankful, and that helps us to fight back against depression. And so I would encourage you, if you're battling depression, one of the ways you can get out of it, or at least start the process, is to get help from other people, seek to help, ask for help, and to help other people all together. And another one is this. Um, have yourself decrease and have God increase. I told you earlier that Moses was so focused upon himself and he wasn't realizing God. And I would encourage you to have yourself decrease and have God increase in your life more and more. You see, for us to fight back against depression, we have to have Jesus. He really helps us in everything that we actually do. We have to make our lives less about us and more about him. We forget about God in our daily lives. We forget about God in the world. And when that happens, our de- we're just more open to depression because it becomes, oh, woe is me. And instead of look at God and see his goodness and his grace, we forget about God. I don't know if you ever heard of Martin Luther, but Martin Luther was depressed once. And he was just walking around for a week or so and just all dejected and sad and everything along those lines. And so one day his wife comes down the stairs and she's dressed all in black. And Martin looks at her. And in that day and age, you only wore black like that if somebody passed away. And he said to his wife, he goes, dear, who died? And she looked at him and he said, and she said, uh, well, honey, God died. And Martin Luther kind of not freaked out in an angry way, but like freaked out going, what do you mean God died? God didn't die. He's alive and all that stuff. And she looked at her husband and said, well, the way you're living, the way you are acting is telling people and showing people that you think that you believe that God died. And that struck a chord within the heart of Martin Luther. He goes, you know what? You're right. You've been so focused upon me that I've forgotten that God is alive and well, that God is in control of everything and that God is working. And that's what you and I need to do in our lives is to make it more about God and realize that God is there, that he is working, that he is alive in all the facets, even in the midst of our depression, God is still there. It's just like with Job. And another thing I would encourage you to do to help you in your depression is this. Have an eternal focus. You could read about this in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 6 to 18, but Paul tells us to um, be mindful, to focus our eyes, to focus our vision on the eternal things, not the temporary things. Depression often comes and stays when we look at life through the lens that this is all that there is. Depression comes when we lose sight of the eternal things. Depression starts to shrink at as we take our eyes off of the here and now and we put it back upon heaven and the things of God and God himself, the God who has created us and pursued us and is coming back for us. And now that may not cure your depression in a minute, but you know what it'll do? It'll help you fight back. It'll help you start walking away from depression and more towards the light of the world, and that is Jesus Christ. i give you one quick thing here. Depression is not fun, but you need to understand that depression is not the end, and that God meets us in our depression. 
there was a, a young Midwestern lawyer who was suffering deep depression uh, many, many years ago, and it was so bad that uh, his friends literally thought, you know what, we got to get all the razors and sharp objects away from him because he's, he's going to harm himself. He's going to kill himself. That's how depressed this, this man was. And so his friends, they took him out of the house, and this man, he couldn't see any purpose for going on for living. He couldn't see any purpose for his future. And he actually wrote these words. He says, I am now the most miserable man living. Whether I shall ever be better, I cannot tell. I awfully forebode that I shall not. And this man was in deep, deep depression. But somewhere, somehow, I believe greatly from the Lord. That young lawyer by the name of Abraham Lincoln got enough courage and encouragement to press ahead. If you're battling depression, God is not done with you. God will meet you in your depression. Don't allow depression to run over you, but focus your attention in and upon the Lord. Get into a community that just serves Jesus, that loves Jesus. Acknowledge your depression. Seek help. Get help. Maybe even help others. Because God is not done with you, and he wants to help you. He loves you. You have a great value and a worth to him. And so don't allow it to overtake you, but seek the help that you need. And we're praying for you, and we hope that you're doing well, and we would love to hear from you. And so um, you can connect with us. You leave us a like or a comment or a review, and uh, don't allow depression to defeat you. Uh, God is greater and bigger than depression ever will be. And hopefully you can remember that. You take care.